Act local, marketing for small business, episode 113. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 113. I am the boomer gal, Kaylin Amadio, and each week here on Act Local Marketing, I share a strategy with you called Today's Takeaway, where you get at least one action item that you can walk away with today to implement and grow your business. I also invite a special guest to help you with some aspect of your business growth. And today I'm speaking with an expert who is actually returning to act local. He is a sales guru, but that's not all. You need to stay tuned to see what I'm talking about. My assumption is that you listen to this podcast because you want to have a better business. You recognize that there's always more you could be doing to spur business growth. And you're right. There is more you can do. There's more I can do. Together, we can accomplish more than either of us could do alone. That's part of the beauty of podcasts, I think, isn't it? You get the benefit of hearing experts share their tips for success. I can't tell you how much I personally get out of speaking with the experts that come on this program. They are constantly teaching me new things that I apply to my business to get results. There are many, many solo practitioners or solopreneurs, we like to call them on the interwebs, lots of reasons why that's the case, by the way. One of the biggest reasons being, in, in my opinion, the economic downturn of 2008. Regardless of the whys, the reality is that many of you are solely responsible for generating the sales in your business. Unfortunately, if you are anything like me, sales is not something you've been trained in. You don't have the systems or strategies in place to help you turn your expertise into a saleable commodity. On the ugly underbelly of entrepreneurship, I have to believe that's one of the big reasons so many small businesses fail every year. So let's discuss today's takeaway. I always promise at least that one action item that you can take with you to grow your business. So here it is. There are some great sales experts out there that have written books and they have blogs that you can frequent to help you sharpen your your sales process. One of my favorites happens to be a woman named Jill Conrath. 
You can find her online at jillconrath.com. That's J-I-L-L-K-O-N-R-A-T-H.com. Another sales icon you may have heard of is Brian Tracy. You can find him online at briantracy.com, B-R-I-A-N-T-R-A-C-Y.com. He has how-to products, actually, that you can purchase that'll help you develop your sales skills. And I am sure there are plenty more. You can probably name some that I have not. Here's what's missing from most small businesses that is holding them back. Ready? Systems. <laughs> I can hear you. I know you're groaning. You're tired of me pointing out the less than sexy and downright boring things you need to do. I'm like the mom that keeps telling you to eat your veggies so that you'll grow up to be big and strong. Listen, I'm telling you this for your own good. My clients who have a spaghetti cannon approach to sales and marketing take far longer to succeed than those who put systems in place. We often say children need boundaries to grow up healthy and happy. Well, grown-ups need systems to achieve their goals. That's your medicine. Now swallow it. Read books on sales. Read blogs like those I mentioned. But in the end, if you don't take the information you've learned and systematize it for your business, you're wasting your time. It's uh, research as a form of procrastination. You need to have specific, measurable goals and strategies in place to help you achieve those goals. If you know in your heart that you cannot do that on your own, get a business coach to help you. You don't have to go it alone. Get an expert, like today's guest, for example, to help you sort out what you want and how you're going to achieve it. Then you can knock it out of the park. This isn't rocket science, people. But if you don't systematize your sales strategy, you will continue to accidentally succeed. Or not. And that will not put food on the table. Just saying. Please drop me a line to ask at actlocalmarketing.com and I'll point you in the right direction with whatever questions you may have about your, your sales process in your business. And that is today's takeaway. So please connect with me, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, follow me so I can get to know you better. Uh, my handles are always have my name in them at any of those places, Kaylin Amadio. And please tell your social media followers about Act Local Marketing. Subscribe to the podcast, and I'm begging you, leave me a review on iTunes. I am hell-bent on these reviews this year. They really do make a difference. And uh, it allows me to really reach more boomer business owners like you so that we can grow the economy together, grow our businesses, grow our communities, and everything will be uh, okie-dokie. So it's time for a short break. And when we get back, Matthew Pollard returns to the class and he is stepping to the front of the room. Stay tuned. 
Act Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Hey, Ag Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together The Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. And I am happy to bring back a uh, a previous guest from last year, Matthew Pollard. He is the rapid growth guy. He's a serial entrepreneur, a published author, an international speaker, a coach, and a consultant. Matthew has been characterized as a true differentiation niche marketing and sales systemization powerhouse. He now offers online sales, niche marketing, and business seminars through, and and catch this website, matthewpollard.guru. And yes, .guru, you have .com and .org and all those others. There are a lot of other options out there now. You might not be aware of that. And .guru is one of them. It's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-P-O-L-L-A-R-D. So there's two T's and two L's. So you can go to matthewpollard.guru, or you can go to uh, the website that I know you had last time we spoke, Matthew, and that's danandmatt.com. He's also a founding member of a soon-to-be-launched salesscripting.guru and the seminarreview.com. This is the world's first independent and unbiased seminar review website, which, believe me, people need. Matthew, welcome back to Act Local Marketing. Thank you very much. It's so good to see you again. Yeah, you too. You too. I had a great time in the last show, and I'm sure I will again. 
Well, I know that you are spending time at uh, this day that, that we're speaking. We're This particular episode will come out later, you know, after we've already spoken. But in real time, as you and I are speaking, you have been involved in a startup weekend, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the Startup Weekend, or it's, it's actually known as Google Startup Weekend, and it's an idea that they contrived to help small, well, really want-to-be entrepreneurs uh, develop their ideas and get an idea developed within, you know, 72 hours. It's an amazing, amazing concept. So you start off with about 100 people that come in, and, you know, depending on the, uh, the state, because every state seems to have one now, they have about 100 people, and those people that have an idea will pitch it to the group and other people who just want to be part of a group and part of something will then, you know, rally to those people's causes. And at the, yeah, so at the end of today, it's been quite, you know, it's been quite interesting. A lot of people, you know, you've had somebody pitch an idea and they've had four or five members come and say, look, I'll give you my assistance. I'm a developer, you know, and as we know, a lot of new startups really need developers. Uh, Other times, you know, you'll get somebody up and pitch an idea and, they're too, you know, they're too self-occupied. They may not have pitched it correctly, and nobody will come up. And that's a good, valuable lesson. And they'll then join somebody else's group. So it's a very, very structured approach to, you know, working out whether or not your pitch has any legs. That's and then interesting. Yeah, look, it, it is. It, it it's great fun. And and then obviously over the next two days, what they do, and a lot of a lot of groups don't sleep, but they build this idea from completely new beginnings to uh, an idea that's built and ready to go or as close to as possible so at the end of the at the end of these two week, two day weekend they will then pitch their idea again with demonstration and the concept is they're pitching it to an investor and what's great about that is that uh, the judge panel and obviously I'm helping people with pitch coaching to get really really good at that before they come in front of the judges okay. and I'm also and I'm also judging uh, well I'm one of the judges for the event so they'll then pitch to people that have been successful in building their own multi-million dollar businesses or angel investors that can actually fork out the cash to make these ideas actually happen and you know it, it's an amazing they get that valuable feedback they get to see an idea sprout over 72 hours where most people think a business takes you know two years to start where they'd have to quit their full these guys have got ideas ready to go in 72 hours nice and this is uh, a google sponsored thing you said correct yeah so it, it's known as google startup weekend it's got a lot of other partners like microsoft is partnered with it uh american express and you know a bunch of other names. I even believe Coca-Cola. Well, however, the concept is that you know it's called a Google Startup Weekend. If you look it up in Google, you will find it. Obviously, they, they look after themselves. So if right. you if you type it in, I'm sure it'll be at the. T- however, it's a great thing to get um, to get involved in. You know, once every six months, a lot of uh, states have them, and a lot of cities within the states have their own. And one, and you'd only need to go to one opportunity just to see what you're capable of in such a short period of time. That is very interesting. Huh. I'm gonna, I'm going to, um, when we get off this call, I'm gonna Google that up. Don't you love it? That's a verb and a noun. <laughs> Google. There's not very many it companies that, that make that transition. I'm a verb and a noun. I'm gonna Google that and check no, that they, out somewhere in, in my done, area. Well, and yeah, look, it is amazing. I mean. 
I was actually uh, talking to a, an entrepreneur that I know that's been very successful in business about this idea the other day. And we both agreed that if we were starting, that we would do like every time. Right. Fascinating. So let, let's switch gears a little bit. I told everyone that you are known as the rapid growth guy. So why don't we explain to everyone why that is? Well, it actually it actually became a little bit of a nickname from a team member that I was training. And I was going through scripting and explaining how things worked. And he was a, a, a man of probably about 30 years older than me. And he just said to me during the time, you're, you're a little rapid growth man, aren't you? And... <laughs> The, the nickname stuck up until then, you know, I, I had a bit of a, you know, young Anthony Robbins kind of nickname going on because I, from a very young age, from, you know, 19, I've been running sales teams of, you know, people. So I had that name and then rapid growth guy just stuck. And it's been a great name to hold on to actually, because, you know, since then I've, I've been responsible for five multi-million dollar startups in industries as different as telecommunications to you know government funded nationally accredited education so my ability to be able to get a business that you know really is is nothing it's just a concept to a multi-million dollar business with thousands and thousands of customers including you know high level franchises uh national sporting teams is you know it's it's becoming what i'm known for and i guess that's what I'm now trying to share with others, how to do this and how to coach other people in how to do this in a very simplistic and processed way. Right. And that, that's one of the things I like about you is um, I like processes, right? They help me understand. They help me wrap my head around stuff. So that that's that's a very important thing to me. And I realize not, you know, not everyone thinks alike. So um, it's not going to matter maybe as much to other people, but I, I really think that it's important to have sort of a framework, uh, to learn things as you move forward. Otherwise you end up all over the place and then that it becomes overwhelming or disappointing or, you know, people get anxious about stuff because they, they don't feel like they have anything to hold on to. And the fact that, that you can provide people a, a framework. The last time you and I spoke, we spoke specifically about sales. And, and you were adamant that sales scripting was a really important part of the sales process. Not, not all salespeople say that. Well, it's, it's funny. The, the reason, and you and I agree very much here, the reason why I like systems and processes is that a lot of people can just pick something up. And a lot of people can pick things up in different ways from, hey, there it is, and you just know how to use it, to here is a step-by-step -step process on how to do it, and now they understand it. The process makes sure everybody can understand it. Some people can hit the ground running, but if you've got a process, it will always work. And I'm one of those people that believes that you should only ever do something once. So with my coaching sessions, for instance, over the last decade, I've spent massive amounts of time creating and perfecting templates so that if I have to run a session with this client today, then next time I run it, then it will have the same outcome because I'm going to use the same template every single time where a lot of coaches especially will go in and run a unique session with this client and then a unique session with the next client. It means they're always going to be stuck being the only coach in their business. And on top of that, when they're having a good day, it'll be a good session. When they're having a bad day, it'll be a bad session where when you have a system and a process, you pretty much can come close to guaranteeing the results every single time. 
And when we talk about sales scripting, and yeah, we did have a pretty pretty good conversation about how I believe that sales can be scripted very, very simply. I've actually built that now, and it's going to launch in a few months' time, but I've built a sales scripter. And the whole concept is that I've broken sales into, let's say, 27 elements and a, a whole sales script. So when I used to sell for an education facility, I wrote a script and it was 10 pages long from my jokes to my mannerisms to my stories to my clothes. Wow. And I use that with the sales team that got results. And now I've built that so that people will have four or five examples for each sale stage of the sales process. And they can just edit, pick the one they like, edit it, and then press submit. By the end, they've got a whole sales script from the start to the finish. Right. And pe- people don't realize that all those different parts and pieces that that you mentioned are important in the in the process you have to think about all of them you really do and it's funny like i i talked to you last time about the seven steps to the sale and just implementing those seven steps and making sure you talk about the right thing at the right time will at least triple a person's sales that's not doing that currently the sales script just takes it to a whole new level and that's what i'm finding with the business coaching stuff that we're talking about today i've seen business coaches and business coaching forces the business owner to talk about what's happening in their business. It gets them to work on their business, not inside their business. And sometimes that might be the only hour or two hour session that they do that for the entire week. So it works without trying. However, if you've got a system, a process, and a way of delivering it to lead a customer down to a success, then it's always going to be working much more effectively because you're going to have a balanced approach across all the factors that are important across, you know, vision, strategy, systems, and people. You'll always keep a balanced approach. You'll make sure all of it is working so that you're never going to miss something and as a result, do more harm than good. Uh, uh, you know what? You're a very impressive guy. I have to tell you that. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome because I know a lot of business coaches. I have met a lot of all kinds of coaches, actually, in general. But I have definitely met a lot of business coaches, and so many of them do exactly what you described. They have a unique uh, session with someone every time they sit down, and they don't template any of it. Look, it and, makes and no they, sense to and do you know that. What? They take they take pride in it always being different. But you're right; they can never replicate themselves. They can never scale that. There's, there's horrible things involved in being unreplicatable. The first thing is that let's say you're turning 45 and you'd like to retire. You can't. That's your income. Right. So you don't have a succession plan. You are the entire business. And as you know, Robert Kiyosaki would say, you're an S, not a B. You're a self-employed individual and you are the only person responsible for paying yourself. As opposed to being a B, go away on holidays for three months, come back and maybe the business didn't grow as quickly, but it still earns you an income. So what a lot of business coaches do is they spend no time developing it into a system. And that makes perfect sense to me. I mean, there were nights that I didn't sleep because I had a session with my client tomorrow and I got a phone call today from them saying, hey, you know, I've decided that I want to talk. I know we had planned to talk about X. I'd actually prefer to talk about Y because this thing's just happened in my business. And I didn't have I didn't have a plan for that. And yeah, look, I've built multi-million dollar businesses from the ground up. I could have quite easily just winged it. However, I've built the template now and now I use it with every one of my clients. And what I found is 
it only happened to me 155 times. And after the 155 times, there couldn't, there wouldn't be a phone call that I would get that I didn't have a session plan ready to go for. Now, obviously, a lot of the beginning sessions are all exactly the same. Mm -hmm. But then as you want to help your clients grow, their needs change. So I had this level of templates because it covered everything. I can give these templates to anybody and they can just, you know, with some training, understand exactly what to say in each session. If a client says, I want to cover this specific thing, you pull out the template and you run with it. And the reason why I systemized is because there was never a stressful time. If I was having a bad day or worried, perhaps maybe I was I was doing an extension on my house and the builders made a mistake and I was concerned about it and that's where my mind was, I would still give a wonderful session that made the client so happy I came because it was impossible not to deliver to well above the average level. Right. So if there might be some business coaches listening out there to the podcast, and I guarantee you there are a lot of business owners who employ business coaches. Why, why don't you talk to us about um, some of the hardships, right, that you see in getting started? So, look, I went through it and I can quite easily say I did do a lot of winging it at the start because I did. However, the I guess the decision comes down to do I go out and be business coach, they go and buy a franchise. And the sales pitch for buying a franchise is that we'll teach you how to A, sell coaching, which for a business coach, well, 95% of business coaches, I would safely say is one of their major problems, actually getting clients. Mm -hmm. The second thing is they then need to know everything on such a broad focus. So, you know, today we might be talking about emotional intelligence or the problems that I'm having with staff. Tomorrow, we might be talking about business process design. The next day we'll be talking about vision creation. The next time we'll be talking about sales strategy and, and niche marketing strategy. And you've got to know so much. So you've got to read so, so much. And it takes so much time to do that. And then the next thing you've got to do is you either, again, wing it, or you have to build a template so you can ask the client questions. Now, the first thing I can tell you about having a template is if the client sees that you have one, they'll be like, wow, this guy really knows what he's doing. He's <laughs> yes. following a process. Like I pull out a sheet that's got my letterhead on it with a whole series of questions and they know we're going through this today. They feel that I'm in control. There is no, is he just, you know, giving me ideas and concepts? Could I get this same methodology off my best mate by just venting? It's a document and they feel like you're taking them through something that at the end they're going to be better for it and they will be. And this is the next thing. As a business coach, you've got to either create all of these or buy a franchise that comes with them all. And so this is the constant battle that anybody moving into business coaching has. Do I spend a fortune on a business coaching franchise that comes with all the restrictions of I have to do it their way and I have to continually pay franchise fees? Or do I go out and do it on my own, which means I don't get to sleep that much because I've got to read all that I've got to read and then I've got to create all of these templates. And I still have to do all of that to a point even if I don't want to create a succession plan. If I want to create a succession plan and I don't buy a franchise, then I don't really get to sleep at all for the first two years because I've got to create all of this content. Yeah, from scratch. And let me ask you a question about franchises. In franchises other than... Uh, something like coaching, I know you're restricted to a geographical area. Is that true of business coaching franchises also? So I 
it depends on the franchise that you're looking at. A lot of different franchises have lots of different rules. And I would always suggest, because obviously I'm not a legal attorney, that you check all of the, the agreements before you move forward with any of them. I'm also a big believer in franchises because if you don't have a system and process and you don't know how to create a system and process, they offer a lot of value. The only problem with coaching is I like to, I like to put my own flair behind it and I like to be able to build as I build because, you know, it's, it's still a lot to do with how to sell. So those restrictions get in the way a lot of the time. However, it's your only way to get all of those templates. And that's why I've created the, which we'll talk about in a second, the Better Business Coach podcast, because I'm going to be giving away a lot of that ideology, a lot of that training and a lot of those worksheets so that people have a middle ground between buying a franchise and doing it all on their own. That was a great teaser because I want to take a break for a moment. And when we get back, I want to talk about your your Better Business uh coach podcast and so that you can you can tell people what you've got for them sure not a problem all right good you are listening to act local marketing for small business with my friend matthew pollard the rapid growth guy he's here giving us a lot of gold nuggets about uh, how to start up a business and he's going to talk to us specifically about how to start a we're talking about business coaching but you can apply this to any kind of coaching actually that you're doing but when we get back from this short break, he's got some really fabulous Axe Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Once there was a smart baby boomer that loved her business. She knew that to grow it, she would need marketing. So she went for a search on the internet and came across all sorts of social media. She went on all the sites and opened accounts, but after starting profiles on all of them, she began to feel overwhelmed. To do all the marketing experts told her to do was just too big a task. She needed a change. Because she was a smart entrepreneur, she chose two of the popular social media sites to market her business. But after months and months, it didn't seem to make any difference. And she saw other savvy business owners using different sites here and blogging over there. When suddenly, she noticed more clever baby boomers going to iKalen.com and leaving so happy, she just had to see for herself. iKalen.com helped her make a marketing plan to grow her business that wasn't too big and wasn't too little. It was just right. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Hey now, it's Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business with my guest, Matthew Pollard, the rapid growth guy. We've been having an interesting discussion about 
uh, Google Startup Weekend, which uh, go Google it because it, it's a fascinating thing. I'm going to check into it more myself. But we're talking about uh, running a coaching business and specifically a business coaching business and what some of your options are. And Math- Matthew was telling us uh, over his many years in, in helping people build businesses, he's built a lot of businesses from the ground up. There, there are several things that you have to have in place. There are frameworks that you need in order to help people do that in business coaching or any kind of coaching. Or you have another option of buying a franchise where they're going to hand it all over to you, but there are restrictions when it comes to franchises. So, Matthew, we promised everyone when we came back we'd tell them about this new uh, venture that you have going on, Better Business Coach Podcast. Tell us about it. So the first thing I should probably qualify is that I tried to design it in a way that it helps business owners as well. Because what I find is obviously it's great and I really want to help business coaches become better business coaches. And I will be providing through this training all the ideology, all the training and all of the downloadable worksheets that you can use straight away with your clients. And they're all downloadable from my website, which we'll go through in a second. Uh, However, I also wanted to make it accessible because... What I found, and you know, I did a lot of work with businesses. You know, I had three and a half thousand business owners in my, um, that were studying with me in my last my last business. And what I found was a lot of them couldn't afford individualized coaching, and that's what they really wanted. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these strategies, a lot of these ideologies, and a lot of these worksheets, well, is as a business owner, if you force yourself to actually sit down and take action on these worksheets, a lot of it you can do yourself or with your business partner because you can just follow along with the guides the same as a business coach would ask you the questions. You can ask yourself those questions and then think about what the answers would be. So I've created it to help business owners and I've created it to help coaches. Does that mean it's going to hurt coaches? No, because if a person can afford business coaching, they always should. I, I still have a business coach because I believe the simple having somebody else that can help me is of vital importance. I just, sometimes I just need someone to bounce ideas off that's right. not in my own head. And I, How, do the, I do the same thing, I have to tell you. Look, I, I think it works. You've, you've got to have somebody because one of the major problems as a business owner is it's lonely at the top. So if yes. you don't have a business coach to talk to, you know, you're stuck. You've got no one to talk to. A lot of the times that your friends and family don't understand because they all have jobs. They just, they just Every time you talk about a problem or a concern, they want to tell you to go back and get a safe job. And that's the last piece of advice that you want. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so what I've tried to do is I've tried to, to build it in a way that these business owners can start to utilize it. And, you know, the people that can't afford business coaching, they'll be able to implement a lot of this stuff until they can eventually afford business coaching and then they should get on a coach. So it works for everybody. And the process, and let's just talk, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk about the the first eight sessions that I've already launched so that, you know, I can give people a little bit of a taste of what they'll get. Okay. So in these sessions, I mean, the first session really does, it talks about the breakdown. You know, we, we're going to be covering off ideologies that you need to know to become a successful business coach. Because if you don't know the ideologies or the building blocks of what a coach is supposed to be mindful of, you're going to fail. Okay. Or, or you're not going to be as successful as another coach and you're doing the customer a disjustice by not being as structured and as, and not being as knowledgeable as you as you should be. Mm-hmm. The next is we're going to be coming off talking about a lot of training. So because the sessions are going to be specific, I'm going to train you 
on the things you need to know for the templates that are coming so that as you go through the sessions, you know what you need to know to move forward with your clients. What that means is you don't have to stress about a client asking you something because you can say, look, we'll cover that in another session. You can write it down and go and do your research. But today we're going to cover the plan that I've got and they can see you've got a template which we'll talk about in a second, and they'll let you follow through that because they'll see that you're not avoiding, you've just got a process that you're following. Right. The last thing is it's going to include actionable, downloadable worksheets that I've spent over a decade creating and perfecting. So you'll be able to download them directly from my worksheet, uh, sorry, from my website and go out and use them with your clients straight away. So that's basically the format of each one of those sessions. You'll get one of those things, a training, an ideology, or a worksheet. In the first sessions though, I really wanted to cover off on a worksheet because I felt that that would offer the most value. But in talking to a lot of my subscribers and email database, I realized, and you know, this is very much about listening to what people really want in the market. Anyone creating a product, even if it's a free product, which is what Better Business Coach Podcast is, you've got to listen to what people truly want. And what I found, especially for a lot of people that wanted to be business coaches or were just starting out, one of the major problems that they had was how do I get clients? And I had to talk about if you want to network to get clients, a lot of people will have the conversation, oh, what is it you do? Oh, I'm a coach. I Okay, that's cool. And that's the end of the conversation. Or I had a coach once, it didn't work out for me. And that's the end of the conversation. And that's how they go about doing it. And then they say, I tried networking, it doesn't work. Well, no, it didn't not work. You just didn't do it right. So in the first couple of sessions, we talk about the difference between how you're doing it and how you could do it. And I give you a basic format, which is a three-step elevator pitch to help you talk about something, uh, sorry, talk about what you do in a way that gets the customer to say, how do you do that? It's not to give them all the answers, it's to get them to talk. And by getting them to say, how do you do that? You get to say on their invitation, how you do it. Now we're in a sale. Right. We then step through into what Michael Porter, I guess, has coined the conversational elevator pitch, which is really about how you break down something into a conversation so you don't feel like you're pitching. So it's a conversation. It's very, very comfortable. And then you get them as clients as a result. Okay. So we, we go through that. So that's all about getting people to your first free session. Then what we do is in the next couple of sessions, we cover off on ideologies that you've got to know. So for instance, what are the first... Think, you know, what are the first seven things I found out in the first few months of coaching? Because there were so many little red herrings that, you know, I thought that people would want to improve their business. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> That's true. That's so, true. Right. Sometimes people are afraid of growth. Sometimes right. you may think because, you know, you've got to be careful not to project onto them. And, you know, for me, if I've got a business that works, I want to have three and a half thousand customers in three years. A lot of people want to have a couple of staff so that they can take some time off and go and spend time with their family or go and you know, go to the Bahamas, whatever it is they want. And you need to understand what their core motivators are first. This is just one of the seven surprises that you've got to ask. Otherwise, you don't know where you're heading with coaching. I mean, you can get a surprise with, you know, you help coach them into a business that's structured and stuck in a certain postcode because it's doing so, so well. And one of their goals might be to move to a different country next year. Right. You've got to know all the things up front so that you don't stumble across these. Right. You have to know the, what their goals are. Exactly right. The next session we cover off on a lot of, imagine what it feels like to have a failing business. And, you know, the reason why I do this is a lot of people don't know how to empathize. 
a lot of people want to come in and offer solutions and tell them how to fix things. And they don't realize that these people deserve your respect in a phenomenal way. These are people that, you know, didn't let things go into tomorrow like most people do, the tomorrow that never happens. They actually took action, opened up their business, and now are failing, which is horrible because they were the ones that were proud enough to go out and do it. Now they're questioning themselves. Now they're starting to feel, you know, embarrassed in front of their friends and family perhaps because they don't have the money they once did. And they're starting to feel like a failure. And there's so many other things and I go through that in the session about understanding exactly what's going on inside your client's head. Because if you don't know that, you can't empathize. And if you can't empathize, you can't help. Right. And then what we do is I, I, I help you with a little bit more ideology, which is I help you break down everything into vision, people, systems, and, um, and, and strategy. And the reason why I do that is because a lot of people, you know, if I'm a sales coach, and predominantly that's where I started, I had to learn, you know, I learned sales because I was never a natural salesperson. I had to learn sales by figuring it out and then turning it into a process. And I did the same with business coaching. Because what I found was people kept calling me in as a sales coach and they'd say, could you get me more customers? Yeah, I can. However, your systems, your processes and your people aren't built in a way that can support more customers coming in. If I doubled your sales right now, you'd have half of your customers, well, probably all of your customers really upset because you can't support that kind of growth at the moment. So I had to learn all of the other business coaching stuff to be able to make sure I could build a client up to a par, a point where I could then open the floodgates to sales. Okay. So as a business coach, I'm just talking about what my strength is. However, you know, if you're really good at change management and working with people, you might overlook sales. You might overlook the vision of the business. And if you don't work on all of these factors, you're doing the customer disjustice. So we talk about how to create a balanced approach in your coaching. And then the last thing that we do is, well, the last sessions that I've currently released is two sessions that talk about a worksheet called the business needs analysis. And the reason why that one's so vital is your networking spiel will convince somebody to sit down with you and talk to you for a very short period of time. This, this specific template will break down exactly what you need to say what, what questions you need to ask, what emotions you need to invoke and help you funnel all of that to the final point where it's obvious to them that they need help. I mean, for anyone there that's, you know, that's aware of the Lewin's model of change, this is the unfreezing document. It makes people go from, no, everything's fine and I'm not talking to you because you're a stranger to, oh my God, can you please help me? You understand. <laughs> okay. So that's that's what we've released at the moment. And then, like, as I said, all of the sessions coming from this point will all be training, ideology, and templates. So we step you through. However, while once you've done all of this, you'll be ready to not only find a client and go out and do that first session, and then the sessions following that, we'll be doing some training and some ideology to get you ready for your first session, your second session. These are paid sessions, third and fourth. And you know, that's what the process of the of the podcast is about. It's about teaching you from the foundational level how to become the best business coach possible. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And where can people find this? Make sure they know where to find it. So there are a couple of things that you can do. The first one is obviously it's on iTunes. So you can just type in better business coach and it does come up in the, in the first screen. You can also type in betterbusinesscoachpodcast.com which will take you straight to the page on my website where that podcast is there. 
And on top of that, if you just type in matthewpollard.guru, that'll take you to my website and then you'll see podcasts there as well. Uh, I've also created a really special gift for your listeners, uh, which is available at matthewpollard.guru forward slash act, obviously for act local marketing. And what that will give you is the templates for your first five sessions. This is stuff I haven't released. It'll be you know, you guys will get early access to it and you will have the first five templates and the training will follow, but you'll have those templates and that'll start you on your way to becoming a better business coach. That is extremely generous of you. On behalf of my audience, I thank you very much for that. You're more than welcome. As I said, this podcast is all about sharing what I've learned to make sure that people can go out and be the best at at what they do best. And like you said, it even if uh, you're not a business coach, you're a business owner, but you realize that, that you have it within yourself to sort of um, um, be self-motivated, you know, to making some changes or at least discovering what changes uh, are out there that maybe you should be approaching and looking for your own business coach to help you overcome or implement. You can use these same templates and listen to these uh, podcast episodes and get a wealth of information. I mean, you've been listening to to Matthew during this entire episode, so you know how knowledgeable he is and how much he can help you build your business. He's done it over and over and over again for people, and he's people. He's giving it away to you. I mean, you cannot pass that up, Matthew. That that is so generous of you. Look, as I said, I I started very very roughly. You know, I I had a lot of hardships growing up, and I know what it's like not to have anything. And, you know, if it wasn't for YouTube and people providing content on YouTube for free, which is what we talked about in our last session, I would never have learned how to sell. And I would probably still be working at McDonald's, which is where I was before I started this sales job. So, you know, I know what it's like not to have access, not to be able to spend thousands of dollars for franchises and not to be able to spend thousands of dollars for seminars. And what I try to do is I make I make enough money out of what I do, which is you know sales coaching for, for medium to corporate businesses, systemizing that, speaking events, and you know all the other things that I'm involved in. I love giving back to people that genuinely want to help people, and business coaches do. And the small business owners that can't afford coaching, I love giving to them as well. That's why I'm part of Startup Weekend because there are all these people out there that really want to do something with their lives and change something and, you know, even just leave a legacy. And, you know, coaching is all about that. So for business owners and for coaches, this product will really, really help you and it's free. And that's that was the core concept. I wanted to be able to give something away that helped people that was accessible to everybody. Well, th- this certainly uh, helps my movement. You know, I'm I'm constantly trying to talk to enough boomers. You know that I'm always interested in my my baby boomers. You know, because I'm uh, I'm part of the baby boom as well, and getting them as much information as possible so that they understand is these changes that have happened to them and their business with the 21st century and digital marketing and and how communication has changed and how your relationship with your customer has changed and what what the customer is expecting from you as a business or or a brand if i can get enough of them to hear me and hear my guests and they can learn from it i know that that we can fix the economy i just know it so that's always my mission and you're helping me achieve my mission so i thank you you, look you're more than welcome and i i agree with you the the problem with the economy is not that 
the products are bad and we can't deliver them. Our pro- the problem is the world's changed and we weren't ready for it. Exactly. And these, you know, these systems, these processes, and that's why, I mean, people laugh at me about the fact that I create systems out of everything. You know, it's, it's almost to the point where, you know, if I have to do anything for the day, I've got a list and I've got a structure on how to do things. <laughs> that's but, what I love about you, though. Well, That's the, the, very good. Well, the benefit is, though, that five years later, whenever I succeed in something and people ask me how I do it, I'll be like, well, here's the 27 different process documents. Read those and you can do it yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And I'll tell you, I've I've had several business coaches over the years. And I remember actually my first uh, foray into hiring a business coach we would get on, I didn't really know what to expect. I'd never had a business coach before. And we'd get on our phone calls and the first question would be, well, how can I help you today? And I was expecting the coach to come to me and say, okay, here's what we're doing. Let's work together and get this done and see where it takes us. So I I found myself going, "Uh, I don't know. What can you help me with? You know, why am I paying you? Why do I have to tell you what to do? I'm paying you. Shouldn't you be doing something? Well, there are three types of coaches that I can see. And the, the, the ones that I like are the ones that say, I have this plan for us to talk about today. However, is there anything right now that you're experiencing as a problem that you would like to talk about first? Do you have any major challenges that we need to address? That is a perfect vision of a coach for me because they come in and they'll handle something and they can say, you know, well, that sounds necessary, but I think this is more important first. Or they can pull out their other template and say, okay, let's work with that. Right. The next type of coach is somebody, and I see so many coaches do this at the start, and I hate, I cringe. And that is, they'll say to, okay, I'm going to be a business coach. What I want to see is your financials first, so I can understand what the problems in your business are. Where are the leaks? Well, we know about what we know about small businesses is things change second by second. So by looking like an accountant does at the problems of last year, that's not going to teach you anything about the challenges I'm experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. The next thing is it doesn't give you access to the low-lying fruit. What things can I fix in your business right now today? So people that want to get the financials, yeah, we want to get the financials because eventually we're going to have to start talking about some of these bigger problems that may still be there. However, let's work on what we can fix right now. And then there's the third type of coach, which is probably worse than both of them that, yeah, picks up the phone and says, hi, yeah, look, I realize that you're paying me, you know, a few hundred dollars for the next hour and I need to figure out what to talk to you about. So what, what would you like to talk about? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that was the worst. That was the worst. It, it makes you question. And, you know, this is the major thing. You know, I've, through my coaching, you know, I've worked with everyone from PR agents to education facilities to non-for-profit agencies. I can even tell you a story of a ghostwriter that, you know, was about to give up as a ghostwriter and six weeks later, as a result of my coaching, earned $80,000. Oh, wow. You know, and now he won't do a book for less than $50,000. Nice. Right? And we're only talking... I think six months, seven months ago, I took him on as a client. So, you know, these are the kind of levels a good coach can make change in. You know, it's from I'm about to throw in the keys and I'm giving you the last amount of money I have because you're my only hope and without you I'm doomed anyway to, you know, I'm going to go and hire three people tomorrow because it's been six months and I don't think I should have to work in the business anymore. That's what a good coach can do. A bad coach doesn't charge as much firstly because they know that eventually they're going to get caught out and the lower they charge, the less likely somebody is going to think about it in the short term. But secondly, 
they know that they're not planning it, they're not structuring it. And without planning and structure, which is what they're saying as a business coach, you need, but they're not providing it themselves. There's no process structure and systems in their own uh, delivery of the business coaching. So how, you know, how can it work? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, clearly I could be talking to you all day long. <laughs> I have I have a thousand more questions I could ask you, but I but we've probably uh, gone on too long already. <laughs> Look, that's fine. And one of the things that I always point out to people when when I get on shows like this is that the podcast is built to cover one concept at a time because outside that, you know, it's too much to work with at one time. And you know, we've talked about quite a few things today, so don't worry about it not be, it being too much for you. It, we're going to break it down into little bits. Baby steps. Each episode's only 20 minutes. And if it goes for longer than 20 minutes, we break it into two episodes. So you can listen to it in the, on the commute and, you know, it, it, you can take it on, you know, let it feed into, you know, percolate inside your mind before you pick up the next session and go with that. Right. And that's very smart. And I want to remind people so they can go to betterbusinesscoachpodcast.com. That's where all of these templates and these episodes are uh, that Matthew has, has been talking about. And he also made a special get, gift for you. And I'll include all of this in the show notes. So if you're driving or you're on the treadmill or something and you can't be taking notes right now, I understand, you know, there will be no worries because I will put it in the, in the show notes for this particular episode, but you will be able to go to matthewpollard.guru forward slash act ACT. And he's got some special, uh, things for you there too. Matthew Pollard, thank you so much for coming back to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. As always, it was a pleasure. And I really appreciate it. And those of you out there that you're listening to Act Local Marketing, you know, every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we bring you a new podcast episode with a wonderful guest like Matthew who shares so many golden nuggets. We become rich from it and we can move our businesses just that much further into prosperity. So, until next time, I would very much like you to take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.